Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Best, the best of the best show. And you can find out more about The Best Show over at thebestshow.net. It airs live every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And if you're new to the program, this show, are uh, these are little bite-sized bits and greatest hits type samples of what we do every week. So if you like this, maybe you check out the full show. And if you want to support The Best Show... We have a Patreon set up over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. That is how you support the program. It is listener-sponsored now, and you give what you can, and we appreciate it. And there are prizes and benefits at all different levels of giving. So again, go to patreon.com slash thebestshow and support the show. And now please, without further ado, check out this episode of Best Show Best. I welcome you, each and every one of you, to the year 2018. Welcome! Let's start it off. See what's what. Best Show, hi! Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, James and Kasha Hawkins. James, in where now? Kasha Hawkins, uh, Pennsylvania. Kasha Hawkins, Pennsylvania. Where is that? Uh, it's like northern uh, Philadelphia, or right just north of Philadelphia. You could say Philly, right? Philly. Yeah, I'm a local. You see, that's the thing. You you got too a little too local on me. Sorry. It's like you're giving directions to the gas station or something. This is a worldwide show, my friend. No, no, you're right. You're talking to the world. You're not. You're not talking. You're not. Uh, you're not. You're not in the, uh, the 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 Walgreens parking lot telling somebody where to go. You're talking to the world, yeah. my friend. Oh, hello, world. You just say Philly. Yeah, I, I'm going to pretend like I'm from Philly. You know, I, and that's like people, anybody from the state of Massachusetts, from outside Boston. I don't want to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. I got you. Look, I get it. I get it. Fair enough. Well, to, uh, to what do I owe the pleasure of this call, young man? Uh, well, first I wanted to say, you know, I hope you had a happy holiday, and I uh, hope 2018 is treating you well. I was wondering if you had any uh, New Year's resolutions, because we'll I am uh, we'll struggling through the first few days of one. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I'll, I'll talk about me as, as the show goes on. What? Uh, what's your? What's your? What's your deal? Uh, what? What are you? You're not sure what you're going to do this year. Uh, well, I've committed uh, to next week finally uh, bite the bullet on, uh, on on a big choice I've been hoping to make for a while. What's that? I'm having both of my legs replaced with blue e-cigarettes. Ah, yes. Great way to start the year. Great way to start the year. I like it. This guy, that guy thinks I don't like it. Like he hangs up. I'll talk all night to you, to the e-cigarette guy. E-cigs for legs. He's a legend. He got me. Got Mike, got me. It's a trickster. An old-fashioned trickster. Right, Mike? Not unlike old Jack Scratch. You know who I'm talking about, right? The devil. Mixes truth with lies. Sneaks through. 
gets his e-cig for leg call, and then he uh, hangs up. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. This is uh, Devin from Massachusetts. How you doing tonight? What's up, Dennis? What's going on in Massachusetts tonight? Oh, not a lot. It's, uh, it's a pretty warm night. Just hanging out. Had one for the topic, but I'd call in. Yeah, what do you got? Um, I would pay to see Nardwar interview Garrison Keeler. You would want to see Nardwar, the human serviette, from British Columbia, Canada, from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, interview. He sure is. Garrison Keeler. Yes. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Well, I, think I think it might good. go a little something like this. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Might go a little something like this. Hello, this is not this is Nardwar from. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and who and you? Who are you? This is Garrison. I can't do this time. Okay, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Don't make me. D- but it's a great idea, my friend. Thank you for the call, Dennis. I appreciate it. Back show. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? I'm. Um, you're speaking to Mia Snyder. What's your What's your first name? Mia. Mia. Mm-hmm. What's up, Mia? Not much. Are you enjoying the summer? Yeah. Um, may I please speak to Gary? Gary's not here tonight. I wish he was. He's not. Oh. He'll be here. He'll, he'll be here in a couple of weeks. So you call back, Mia. Suddenly, I, Gary, would, I'm not feeling great. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'm not feeling great. Oh. Uh. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, somebody's knocking at the door. Alright, pull together, Tom. The kids need you. Hold on. Hello? Wait, hold on, Mia, somebody's here. Okay. Hello? It's me! Who is it? Dun, 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 dun. Mike sucks. That's the nicest thing I ever heard. Don't, 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 don't. Mike sucks. <laughs> Mike sucks. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mike sucks, and everybody knows it. You're the coolest ever. Who, Mike or me? Yeah. You're just joking. I'm just joking. You're just joking. You hear uh-huh. that, Mike? She's just joking. <laughs> Mike sucks. <laughs> Let's do it one more time. Don't, don't, don't. Mike sucks. <laughs> How old are you? How old are you? Oh, I'm seven. Seven? Yeah, I think I hear Dyfus knocking on the door. Tell Dad. 
Yeah. I love it. Don't say words like that, though. It's bad. Except when you're talking about Mike. <laughs> What's your favorite subject in school? I like math. Okay, you're good at math. What's three plus three? It's six. Yeah. Obviously. What's six. nine times nine? What? Nine times Eighty-one. Nine. 81. Hold on. That's right. What's Dad, what's Dad saying now? Give him a piece of your mind. Um, Give me a piece of your mind. Do you climb trees? Yeah. <laughs> but I drive a car. And a car. Grab <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. I know what you look like, and I know what you sound like. Just, I've never seen you in real life. Yeah. Well, where are you? I'm, I don't know. <laughs> what state are you in? I'm in Parkdale, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. I, I'm not <laughs> out there. I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> Tell me you're going to Florida tomorrow. I'm going to Florida tomorrow, though. You are? What are you going to do down there? I have I have family down there. Do you have a shrimp connect? No. No. Mike has one. Um, I do a lot of baseball, you and play? I do a lot of soccer too. Okay. Who's your what? Your favorite position do you play in baseball? Um, I play coach pitch. What? <laughs> what do you play? Coach pitch. Middle ditch. Thomas Middle Ditch. What? I say you're the coach. Uh, Are you sure you're playing baseball? Yes. Not some weird game your dad's making up. Are hey, you? So you're a coach and a pitcher. I'm a coach and a pitcher. Now, with your team, do you you have a pitcher, right? Yes. Do you have a belly itcher? Yes. <laughs> All right. I got to get going, but do it one more time for me. Dun, 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 dun. Mike sucks. <laughs> Classic! Classic! Have a great trip to Florida! <laughs> yes, I'll... I don't know. I don't know what to say. Say thank you! Thank you! Mike! Oh, that kid gave you the business, Mike. Besho, hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Tom from Brooklyn. Tom from Brooklyn. What's going on out there in Brooklyn? What neighborhood in Brooklyn are you in? Uh, Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. 
Good indeed. Neighbor. Good neighborhood, right? Yeah, it's nice. There's not that much is of anything over by my place other than other apartments. Uh, there's a there's a good restaurant, good vegan place around the corner, but that's about it. That sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice spot. So what's going on tonight? Well, I wanted to uh, briefly talk to you about John Taffer from Bar Rescue. Yes. Okay. Now you got my attention. So uh, there's an interview with him in the New York Times from a couple of years ago uh, that is just it, it's mind blowing. Uh, it's not a very long interview, um, and he starts off uh, sort of self-aggrandizing, as you would sort of expect from John Taffer, talking about how his show is Shakespearean, um, talking about how uh, the, the plot line of, of his episodes of Bar Rescue emulate uh, Shakespeare. It is, uh, um, it is Shakespearean in one way. When I watch it, I get bored and glaze over and can't <laughs> wait for it to end. And it feels, like, yeah. it feels a half hour too long. Yeah, that, that seems about right. Uh, so in that way, it is not unlike the Bard, right? Uh, you know what the Bard yeah. once said? What did he say? All the world is a stage, and we are merely players. John Taffer's probably said that a few times. Is that times what the Bard himself. said? Pat? Pat? Studio, is Mike there? M Mike, did the Bard say that? The Bard believes the Bard said that. Okay. Well, um, the real gem of this interview is at the very end mm -hmm. uh, when he talks about uh, this time, the, the two times that he ever cried in a bar. The and, two uh, times that John Taffer, host of Bar Rescue, ever cried in a bar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm all ears. Tell me. All right. So the first time that he cried in a bar was in a nightclub that he describes as the greatest nightclub ever built called Pulsations that had a spaceship <laughs> that flew into the room and deposited a robot on the dance floor. Yeah. And he said, to see this robot come out, it was the closest to a religious experience that I've seen without it being religious. All right. That's that's where where did you get this interview from? This is from the New York Times in uh, February of 2016. Okay, so so he saw a robot. He saw a, a spaceship drop a robot off on a dance floor at a club called Pulsations. Yeah, and then he um, that was the closest he ever came to a religious experience. Yes. If you go to one of the bars Mike works at, you can see something similar to that. Although <laughs> instead of it being a spaceship that. Uh, that a robot comes out of its vomit coming out of the <laughs> it's it's some sort of projectile coming of of your I think your choice actually you can you can choose at this point yeah there's a YouTube video called what hold hold on Mike's telling me there's a thing of pulsations with the robot hold on. <laughs> I haven't actually seen this. Pulsations nightclub robot. <laughs> Hold on. This size. First of all, I'm going to say you, young man. What's your name again? Keith? What is it? Tom. Tom, that's right. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at this now. 
This seems stupid. <laughs> I'm watching along with This you. is a religious experience for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, watching this dumb robot. It looks like the robot from Rocky Four. It's like Paulie's <laughs> robot from Rocky Four. So probably yeah. the same yeah. era, I think. Yeah. you believe this? Who would think this is good? Oh, because there's a spaceship. Very, the spaceship's very impressive, I will say. Yeah, it's a little like the P-Funk mothership. It's kind of like masses. The giant spaceship <laughs> hovers over, and a robot lowers down. Now now there's a, a lady dancing with the robot. This really, it is, I think it is the Rocky Four robot. Uh, falling on hard times. Rocky Four robot. Rocky Four robot didn't know how to uh, budget its money out. It's stuck working at pulsations now. I must work at pulsations. I thought that the Rocky Four money would last forever. I didn't realize that residuals work differently for non primary cast members. I was um, plus five in terms of dialogue. <laughs> so, um, so that's what you want to hear about the second, other time the second time that he John tried. Never... And I'm telling you right now, right now, buddy, if you say anything about these cigarettes for legs, I'm going to get you. Absolutely. Not a chance. I'm warning you because I'm going to say this. Um, There's this clown yeah. who calls the show, and he'll string me along. He'll start talking all about. This, that, the other thing makes me makes me all responsive to everything he's saying. Then suddenly, he mentions this: the e-cigarettes for legs, and he hangs up. And now, I would have never. I'm not worried I, I about. I would have never read it. Okay. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the weird copycats now that have started. I would have never read an entire interview with John Taffer just so I could yeah. spoil it oh, by yeah, saying yeah, yeah. e-cigarettes yeah. for legs right. at the end. Well, you just said it, so that might have been you getting your jollies. Go ahead. What's the second no, time I... he cried? Let me hear what the second time Bar Rescue host John Taffer cried at a bar was what? So uh, I'll, I'll read the direct quote for you, and he says, The other time I cried at a bar was at the Troubadour in West Hollywood. A band performed a song. And it was just so remarkable that it brought tears to my eyes. The band was the Knack, and the song was My Sharona. The dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> John Taffer watching the Knack do My Sharona starts crying. In tears. In tears. Good for him. Good for him. You know what? What's that? That would be one of the, the worst songs to get beat up to now that I think of My it. My Sharona would be a pretty bad song to get beat up yeah. to. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. You you, you 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 brought it, my friend. Do what I can. You have a grand evening. You do that. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. How are you tonight? I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, you're speaking to Quentin from Los Angeles. Quentin? From Los Angeles. Can I, now, are you famous? You're not famous, are you? Not that I know of, no. Hopefully. Because there's a Quentin who's the, Burt Reynolds' son is named Quentin. You're not Burt Reynolds' son. <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. 
Okay, you won't confirm or deny whether you're Burt Reynolds' son. I'm going to assume you're not. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to take the leap on this. Um, yeah, that's a safe assumption. Yeah, so what's up? Uh, where, where in L.A. are you? Let me see if I can guess. Sure. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Where is it now? Where are you? <laughs> I'm in a, a town called Monterey Park. It, it's closest to basically East LA. Monterey Park? Yeah. Now what's out there? Um, a lot of restaurants. Yeah, basically, yeah, of course nothing really special. Oh, there's an area of L.A. that's got a ton of restaurants? Oh, that stretch of L.A. that's just food? Yeah. Food-based? Yeah, you know that one? Yeah. The food economy in Los Angeles, the only thing keeping that city going. Yeah, that's what we got going for us. Yeah. So, yeah, so what's up, Quentin? What do you got for the topic tonight? Uh, Okay, I got a few, but chief, chiefly, and it's one that uh, has been uh, just popping up more and more lately, um, at least in my circle. Of- Yo, what is it? Just say, <laughs> what are you doing, a preamble okay. here? What are you trying to there, there is a burn huge, time on uh, the, the Senate floor? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm trying to filibuster you, Tom. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's people who, who spend their time uploading videos online, dissecting every bit of minutiae of a performance. So they're, they're, on YouTube, there are these people who post these videos about understanding, and I'm not making this up. I see this thumbnail a lot. It's, it just says understanding Dave Grohl, and I look at the time, mm-hmm. and it's like 12 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, you need 30 seconds to understand Dave Grohl, in my opinion. But, I mean, there's, there's a whole do, What are you going to do with the other 20 seconds of that 30 seconds? <laughs> right? Yeah, precisely. But I, there's, there's all these people writing blogs and, and, and talking about these things and about just people's performances or singing and things, mm-hmm. and, and they just discuss it to the point of inanity. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite Dave Grohl song? What's your favorite song? Is it the one where he goes, I got another good fish! <laughs> That one, yeah, yeah. Is that, that one where he it. bellows and then that one where he yells? All the instruments yeah. come in at the at the same level. That one, you know that song, <laughs> where everything's compressed to be the exact same loudness as yes. the bellow. Yes, yeah. yeah. Look, that guy seems like a nice enough guy, right? I'm sure. I mean, he's in a lot of documentaries. That doesn't just happen. Yeah, no, that does just happen. Actually, I'm going to actually completely <laughs> disagree with you. It does. It happens because he he'll he will talk about anything. It's like, all right, we got Dave. Like he sits down. They roll out a fake backdrop of LPs behind him, like a fake wall of LPs. It's like, all right, Dave, uh, we're gonna do. Uh, we got fourteen documentaries. You said you'd uh, be a part of 
for today. All right, let's do uh, this for the ZZ Top documentary. And then he's like, like, okay, action. He's like, ZZ Top, are you effing kidding me? Those guys are the reason I'm in a band. He'll be like, he'll be like, uh, Tush, are you effing kidding me? That song's the greatest song ever. And cut. Okay, now we're going to do the Go-Go's. Action. The Go-Go's? Are you effing kidding me? It's the best band ever. We got the beat. I wouldn't be in a band if it wasn't for We Got the Beat. And cut. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, coming up next, uh, what do we got here? Uh, uh, Culture Club. We're doing the Culture Club documentary. <laughs> Culture Club? Are you effing kidding me? Karma Chameleon? I wouldn't be in an effing band if it wasn't for Culture Club. Cut. Okay, Dave. Uh, now we're going to do Falco for the Falco documentary. <laughs> Action. Falco? Are you effing kidding me? That guy effing ruled. Rock Me Amadeus? I wouldn't be in an effing band if it wasn't for that song. <laughs> yeah. What do you think the odds are that, that somebody just slips one in there that they just made up completely? I'd say the odds are zero. That actually, now you're pushing the reality of this thing way too far. It's zero. Uh, I, I apologize. Well, actually, me saying zero, that's not an odd. That's not an odd. Zero. Ten billion to one. There you go. There are your odds. Get off my phone. Night of a Thousand Pardos. You all know Don Pardo, the guy who does uh, the who did the announcing on uh, Saturday Night Live, where he'd be like, "It's Saturday Night Live," like that. Everybody can pretty much do a Don Pardo impression. So you call in. You do, you do it as if, you can say as if somebody's a cast member, as if they're uh, uh, the musical guest or the, the host. And you could do real people. Night of a Thousand Parts. And you do one, and then I'll let's see if you keep going. And if you do this, the first one well, I'll let you do a second one. Then you're just going to get, then you're just going to get the axe. But we'll see how long you can string them together. Best show, hi. Good on, Tom. Zach in Buffalo. Zach in Buffalo. Let's just get right to the, the thing here. Let's. What do you got? All right. <clears throat> A musical guest. Spoken word from Henry Rollins. <laughs> right. the, that, that keeps you alive. The impression's not so hot, but the... the <laughs> Okay, what do you? What else? Let's hear another one. I'm your host, Kevin Smith. <laughs> that would be the weirdest episode of SNL. Kevin Smith is the host, and the musical guest is Henry Rollins doing spoken word. You got one more? Yeah. Story Macaulay Culkin. All right, now you're done. I made it to three. Three's the most so far. That guy. Guy did it. Best show. Hi. Hi. I'm here to do the Night of a Thousand Bardos. Now, what's your name now? My name is Farad. Farad. All right. Let's yes. hear what you got, Farad. Okay. <clears throat> it's Saturday Night Live with a musical guest. Share. 
All right, keep going. I, I, sorry, I was about to do one name here. Okay, so <clears throat> Hartman, Tracy Morgan, Dennis Miller, Kevin Nealon, Jan Hooks, and starring Elliot Gould. Okay, that's very good. This guy's in the lead so far. <laughs> All right, thanks, buddy. No problem. This video is basically MC Hammers in a Speedo, a leopard skin Speedo wearing like sunglasses and bl- and black gloves in at like an outdoor pool. He's got out he's got gloves. It's like what what are you uh, the Boston Strangler? Wearing gloves at a po- at the pool? Yeah, it's it's a filthy. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, you watch this video, and you're just like, yeah, okay, of course this guy went bankrupt. I think he went bankrupt making this video. Hello, hi, welcome to the best show. Well, oh, I was wondering if I could do a um, reading from from a chapter of Brian Cranston's autobiography for you tonight. Uh, yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. This chapter Brian Cranston, called... let me just say Brian Cranston, maybe who I believe is a bad actor. I think he's maybe the, and I'm not complaining now. I'm just giving context. Mm-hmm. I think he's a complete, read the chapter. Go ahead. God, let me hear. Not okay. the whole chapter. Read, just read what you're going to read. I'll just read the start. This is the book is called a life in parts and it's about the different parts he plays in his life. This chapter is called lover. I met what her is it called? What is the chapter time. called? Lover. Love. Lover. Mm-hmm. Keep it clean. My friend. I will. It's clean. I met her at an audition for some TV show whose name I can't remember. She asked me out there and then. Yes. I said, let's go out. I met her at her apartment. It was a Friday at 7 p.m. I didn't leave until Monday at noon. All right. I've never been into drugs. I do drink now and then, nothing out of hand. But that weekend with Ava felt like what I imagine a binge or a bender must feel like. I lost track of time. The idea of spending the weekend, that kind of weekend, with someone you just met wasn't unique back then, but it did take its toll. It's the myth of my generation. Sex creates intimacy. It would take me several more years to discover that the opposite is true. Intimacy creates sex. All right, get, get this. This sucks. This sucks. He sucks. The idea that he would put this in a book, it, it validates everything I feel about him. <laughs> he's a, he's a, uh, he's an out of, he's an un, he's an unregulated blowhard with no compass. And it doesn't know good from bad. Um, yeah, this sucks. He sucks. You suck. I'll pay $50. (laughs) Hang up on this guy. Congratulations. You did it. You did it. $300 for the food bank now. How many calls we got left? Two more? Best show. Hi. 
Hello, how are you tonight, sir? I'm good. To it's whom am I calling from uh, Los Angeles, sir? Who's this now? It's a control. It's Andy Kimler. And I just oh, want to say, you are not, that guy's wrong about you being a contrarian. You're Thank not a contrarian. You. Thank you, Andy Kimler. This is Andy Kimler, the comedian. The I just want to say this. First of all, this guy is a national comic. That's national. true. National. This guy has filled rooms. No. That's not true. Not from true. Not true. Well, don't, 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 half-filled. Half-filled rooms. This guy has half-filled rooms from coast to coast. No, no, more of the big cities, big cities. Okay. This no guy south. has half-filled no rooms in major Chicago. cities in the north. And some of the Midwest. Sometimes Iowa, but I don't draw well. Some of the Midwest. He doesn't draw well. He, you uh, have to repeat it? Why would you repeat <laughs> that? Because uh, what would you think about this, Andy Kindler? Look, first of all, sure. you're one of the funniest people that has ever walked this earth. Oh, Tom, that's going to make me gonna make me cry that's now. The mem- that's the memo you need to get. Sometimes, and I probably respond with something funny, right? Sometimes the memo... That? No, you don't have to. Sometimes the oh. memo... Look, I don't, I, 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 it's going to take you a while. I don't, I don't have that much show left. <laughs> you mean it in, in general or tonight? No, no come on. <laughs> May, zing, might be zing, zing. Look, sometimes, Andy, the memo you truly need to get is the memo that says you're the best. Oh. And while that there might be a mash, cha- there might be no mash channel. There isn't? No, but there should be a channel. There should be a channel, the Kindler channel. Right? That's true. That's true. Where they but run you know, your... I'm suspicious. When you get... I feel like you could turn on me. Maybe you could no, turn I'm on me. Gonna... Why would I turn? I don't turn on you. I, I, uh, you're a friend. I don't turn on a friend. No, look. Here's the other thing. I started a sick a sick rumor. I, I, I didn't start it. I don't know who started it, first of all. My mom is very upset. Let me just say that. Has nothing to do with this, though. Oh. <laughs> I wrote a thing, a joke. I said... My goals as a as a as a as a as a, a cartoon voiceover artist. My only goal is to take over for the guy that did the voice on Bob's Burgers of the Mortician. He because he passed away, and that's you. And you're alive and well. That's me. And I every, am al- well, well alive. Well, alive. And, yeah, but someone wrote back. You know, they were doing this thing. You said I was dead. Other people uh, were happy. And then this guy writes back. Goes Andy Kindler. Who did the voice of Mord is dead? And I said, no, no, I'm okay. He goes, oh, you haven't been on for a while. Is everything okay? <laughs> then he starts going back to my, how many appearances I've had. <laughs> he found a way to make yes. you feel bad about, it's almost like you were telling him the good news. I'm still alive. And he was just yeah. like, yeah, haven't seen that- you on the, haven't heard you on the show a whole lot lately. Can you believe it? In fact, I woke up. I, it was at night, and I wanted to make sure I've got to get back to this guy because he's very upset about maybe I'm yeah. dead. So I get back to him immediately, ASAP, and then yeah. and then the next morning, oh, you are alive. Yeah. Well, what's happening yeah. with you? Anything wouldn't going on? Know, wouldn't know it by the amount of times you're on Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Why do I take the bait? That's a that's bait. I don't even know it's going to be bait. No, that guy got you. That's you didn't even realize you liked that type of bait. 
So, yeah, so I said this thing as a joke, and then I forgot the problem with this is this is not a, this is not a text. This is not a text chain between two people. <laughs> there are tons of people reading this. And then people are like And first of all, there were some people it was it was a it was like a people some people were like, "Look, I'm excited that Tom's going to take the thing over." <laughs> Other people were like, "I'm I I like Andy better." Other people were like, "Let's give Tom a chance to do like let's uh, in in uh, let's let Andy's voice stand on the episodes he recorded already, but let's let Tom. Well, you were you were saying re- there was an actual discussion about re- additional ADR. I was going to go back in the booth and recut your lines. Uh, the way uh, the way it happened, I think that happened to uh, Louis C.K. on a cartoon. He <laughs> wait, wait, why do I laugh? All you have to say is Louis C.K. and I shot. I thought the shot in Freud didn't laugh. <laughs> you love it, hey, Louis C.K. You uh, sometimes to cheer myself up, I look on FX on on demand mm-hmm. and just uh, I laugh because his name's not on there anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know I feel bad about that whole thing is the people who. Who went through? They were on the wrong end of his uh, his uh, pervert ways. No, I of do course. too. But well, I, I but also to... but I also feel yeah. bad for the dude who used to do the voice. Uh, we'd be like tonight on Louie. The guy who used to do that for <laughs> FX, he'd be like tonight's Louie has uh, violence and uh, nudity. Adult supervision could be adult <laughs> if you're upset by it. Join the club. Yeah, that's the guy I feel bad. That guy's like, wait, he did what? Oh, no, this is not good. This ain't <laughs> good for Pen- me. Used to be Penn Jillette. Remember, for Comedy Central, he was the voice of Comedy Central, Penn Jillette. Can you believe yes. that anyone would want to hear his voice day in, day out? He was the voice of Comedy Central. Yes. Yeah, when they first started. Yeah. Why don't you do more voiceover stuff? I can't believe it. Pendulette, who is, wouldn't be, is, nobody likes Pendulette. Even the people who are fans dislike him. Yeah. He's getting voiceovers. Yeah. He's getting the voice. Well, don't you think he would want me to say, tonight on Comedy Central, it's, uh, what do they have there? Crank Yankers. Crank Yankers. Crank Yankers. 10 o'clock. Tonight on a special, tonight on a special Crank Yankers, um, uh, tonight, a special episode of Crank Yankers. Robert Klein uh, pretends to be blind. Robert Klein, and, and he calls up initially to say that he can't stop his leg. Yeah. And then that goes over, doesn't go over even. And then he owes something else. That's tonight, a- on Crank, crank Yankers 911 tonight. Someone dies while while fooling around with yeah. Crank Yankers. Tonight on a very special Crank Yankers. <laughs> on a very special Crank Yankers, we say goodbye to an old friend. Robert Klein is is retiring his puppets. Leg. His leg. His moving leg. How did that... When people are always like... Whenever anybody's just like, oh, the past was better. All you have to realize is that Robert <laughs> Klein became a multimillionaire by taking a harmonica that he could barely play and... Doing a couple like oh. blues licks on it, and then going, I can't stop my leg. I can't, I can't stop my leg. I can't take that gig. I can't take that thing one more time. He will do that for forever. 
Yeah. I mean, I laughed at him, Tom, at some point, I guess, back. Remember, he used to do the dental. You go to the dentist chair, and they got that sucking question mark. That sounds like George Carlin, Klein. But the, the the comedy of the past, it had, it's had, it, look, it, some of it's yeah. all right. Some of it's lousy, though. <laughs> That's true. There's no question. The, the, the David Brenner, when he's like, I'm on the subway, and then the guy's sitting on the, I'm sitting on the newspaper, and the guy's like, are you reading that? That, that this guy this made, is weird. This guy made this a career on weird. that. This guy made a living on the thing of that he was sitting on a newspaper, and the guy asked him, are you reading that? I tell you, he told people, and I hope it's true, that he said that he was the first comedian to reference Guam. Now, maybe that's not true that he said that, but it would be great if it was. The that first is, comedian? I said, I said Guam. Nobody else said Guam. Oh, boy. Really hanging your... Are you excited about Dennis Miller tomorrow? What, what's he doing He's coming tomorrow? back. Is he getting launched into space? He's going to be on Breitbart. Hey, combining your two favorite things. Horrible politics and bad comedy. He's on Breitbart. Look, this guy. Everybody's like, oh, Dennis Miller. He's he's like. Who's saying that? No, but this is what they're saying. Oh no, he's gonna he's gonna go after the roast lady or whatever. They had some award oh, show, yeah. some Washington D.C. award show. Look, you couldn't pay me to watch these things. I, this is what I say to that. If you're leaning. You should be cleaning. Rather than these people holding some dinner where they are backslapping each other, why don't you guys get out in the, and uh, why don't you get out and clean a park? Why don't you all you go clean a park? Right? Why don't you go build a house for someone? Rather than sit in a banquet hall. I got to sit in a banquet hall and watch uh, whatever uh, Wolf Blitzer do, do uh, send in the clowns. Whatever he's doing. Like, it's, what is it, a talent show? It's like a, it's like a reporter talent show. I'll tell you what, this, she, she got them good, and they, they were laughing at Michelle Wolf until they decided that, oh, she's saying there's something wrong with us now. I've never seen people turn so fast and decide, but it was, I actually enjoyed it very much. You, I keep thinking I'm going to be asked when you, where, where's my correspondence dinner? It's coming. Um, it's coming. <laughs> Live at the correspondence dinner, Andy Kindler, tonight. Hey, uh. Right? Tonight with my self-deprecation jokes. You'll just be like, uh, yeah. I hope you get the job. I hope you get the job. I'm going to start a thing. Kindler for, for what's it called now? The Washington, D.C. Press Awards or what talent show? Well, if you're going to start something, don't you think it's time for either one of us to get the Mark Twain Prize? Look, I've the made, I, I've wrapped my head around this, Andy. I'm not winning anything. <laughs> ever in my life. I'll never, and I'm happy with that. Cause, you see these award shows. These, it's always amazing. These people are like, Beyonce didn't win the thing in the over. It's, of course she didn't. Why would she win it? The awards are stupid. They're stupid. Hey, Why I would she win it? I lost my first award. I was at an award show and I lost the LA Web Fest. I was up for a best supporting actor and I lost and I actually got uh, depressed afterwards. Who did you lose to? I actually lost to a very funny comic, Brent Weinbach. No, but he didn't even can't. show up. They said, if you show up, it's one of these award shows that go, hey, if you show up, you good chance you could win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you showed up because you thought they'd give you the thing. Right. And I started to go, oh, I'm, I'm a, there's no way I'm not winning. 
Yeah. You get your hopes up. You start inflating the award. Yeah. My wife said, if you got this award, I would argue about it if you put it on your resume. That's what she said. <laughs> that she would argue about you putting the award on your resume. Yeah. yeah, she'd say, don't do it. But I got so excited, I started sweating on my palms. Yeah. And the winner is, they hooked me. They hooked me now, Tom. <laughs> Tom, I'm happy. Oh, Andy. Before I called you, I was a little down. I'm happy. Why, things, Why are are going, things are go. No, you, you've got the ability to make people laugh, Andy. That's a, that's a rare gift. It's but sometimes gift. the clown is sad, Tom. I know. Sometimes the clown doesn't share the joy yeah. Yeah. of all of the laughs he brings yeah. to his... There was a hundreds. story. This is a story. This happened to me, and it's a true story. And I usually don't like to tell things that are so uh, personal like this on the show. I was down also, and I went to my doctor, and I was like, Doctor, I'm not... I'm having a hard time lately and uh, very sad. And the doctor was like, well, Tom, I just want to let you know that the great comedian Pete Holmes is performing in town. And many people go see Pete Holmes and they are <laughs> cheered up and they go see him and they laugh. And my prescription to you is to go see Pete Holmes tonight in concert. And I said, but doctor... I am Pete Holmes. <laughs> I, I, I kind of thought maybe I knew that joke, but I didn't remember it. Oh, that is good. Oh, oh Andy. Andy, I love I, you. I'm glad you're alive. The rumors have been... Yes. We're debunking yes. them I'm, tonight. I'm totally fine, and I thank you. You know what? It's it's better to be joked about that you're dead than to dead joke that a joke. I never even said the word dead though. I never would. I wouldn't use that word in the thing. I said he, he passed right. on or whatever. Like, yeah, because you're class. When you when you slam when you do a prank, it's classy. I'm a classy pranker. I'm like George Clooney on a movie set. <laughs> I, I love every one of those. And then he mailed Tina Fey. A yeah. chicken. I mean, I don't get any of them. But just imagine, was, yeah. Imagine you're on a movie set and George Clooney pranks you, and then you go prank him back. You walked off the lot in five minutes. Yeah. Right. That wasn't a real bomb. Why is Mister Clooney upset? That's a, yeah. I thought it would be hilarious. Yeah, I just did what he did to me. I smashed his windshield of his car, just like he That's did a not prank. Anthrax. Yeah, he That's did not a prank. Yeah. It does. I love you, Tom. Andy, I love you too. You have a great night, and you're the best. And at Andy Kindler over at Twitter. Yes. And if you're not upset, I'll, I'll get you upset. With someone is running the account since Andy is, of course, we all know, is no longer with us. Uh, but I, agree. I believe his I estate, agree. his estate, is running the account. <laughs> no, okay, he's, he's still here. I know. You're the king. I love you, Tom. Have a good All night, right, man. Buddy. You have a great night. Bye-bye. Be cool. Bye. He's a good guy. Mike doesn't like him so much, but I love him. Best show, hi. With special guest, Sean Clements. Oh, I like that. Keep going. And featuring Gary Shandling. All right, keep going. And your host, America's Mayor. Rudy Giuliani. Very good. What's your name, young man? Kevin. Where are you calling from, Kevin? Kalamazoo. Kevin from Kalamazoo. Top notch. Hey, thanks, Tom. Give me one more. And musical guest, 
Bruce Hornsby in the range. Keep going. Keep going. You're hot. <laughs> You're hot. Keep going. Featuring A. Whitney Brown. Keep going. You're good. It's like that NBA jam game where the ball would catch on fire. Right now, you're, the, the basketball's on fire. Keep going. And special guest, Bill Lambeer. Keep going. You're going. You got it. <laughs> and Adrian Dantley. All right, now you're out of here. Adrian Dantley. They'll think they throw a basketball player at me. I'm just going to swoon. Best show, hi. Hi, Tom. How's it going? It's going well. To whom am I speaking? My name is Brian. I'm calling from Hoboken. Brian from Hoboken. Oh seven oh three oh. You know it. What do you got for me from the Mile Square City? We got Brian in Hoboken. <laughs> Just got a quick gun part up for you. Let's hear it. It's Saturday Night Live with Susan Faludi. Okay, very good. Keep going. Tony Kukoc. Okay. Marky Post. Very good. Arangsta Sanchez Vicario. Okay. You're hot. Keep going. Norman Schwarzkopf. <laughs> Keep going. Sal Volcano. Okay. You're doing good. Keep going. And Christine Todd Whitman. Give me two more. Musical guest, orchestral maneuvers in the dark, and your host, J.R.K. You did it. You represented Hoboken so well, young man. This is what you Thank do. Thank you very much. You go and you reward yourself. You walk down the street. You go right down Washington Street and you go get yourself. Go to go to that first Blimpies. Is that still there? It's not there anymore. Okay, then forget that. Go to Benny Tudino's. There's this pizza place where the <laughs> slices are as big as your head. Are they good? Not really. But they <laughs> you sure get a lot of it. You absolutely do. It's, the thing is, it's like, look at the size of that slice. Yeah, it's $7. All they're doing is slicing a pizza in three. <laughs> they're actually overcharging you because they they charged you $7 for a third of a cheese pizza. <laughs> It's 100% true. Yeah, that's why I said it. Am I a liar? Best show, hi. Hey, Tom. Hey, welcome to the best show. It's Connor from Manhattan. Oh, I know this voice. This is this is not just a call. First of all, let me say this. First of all, let me say, can you guys put the air conditioning on? What are we doing here? What, are you running Bikram yoga out of this place? Don't be afraid to don't be afraid to throw throw the air on, please. This is this is not just a guy named Connor. I recognize this voice. This is a comedian. This is a this is a national a national act, as they say. Tertiary. Am, I, am I correct? This is, this is like yeah. A, this is Connor O'Malley, the comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, talented, yeah. Very talented young man. I've been told that at the uh, ice cream shop job. If you're leaning, you could be cleaning. You got time to, if you're leaning, you got time to clean. Yeah. I got yelled at. I worked at a diner when I was, uh, at, I started when I was 13. That's right. 
working in a diner. That's right, 13. And I got yelled at the owner. I had to like, you know, you ever go to a diner and they have like the thing with the, like the, the, the big metal thing that they have milk in. Yeah, and, yeah. And like they lift up a little, a little, uh, handle and the milk comes out of a, of like a little tube. But the yeah. way that that ha- the way that that works is there's a huge box that you carry out of the, the cooler that has like a little, little, little hose off of it. And you're supposed to take the huge box, put it into the thing, thread the, the tube through and then cut it with a, with a, a steak knife. And I started cutting this thing. It was literally like a Jerry Lewis thing. I had milk going all over. And it was, look, it wasn't that much milk going. It was, it was some though. This guy came out. He started screaming at me. This was like, <laughs> this was like a Saturday in a diner where it's wall. It's like, there's people where there's like, uh, table for four. I'm like, yeah, that'd be 45 minutes. It's like, oh, go, go, that, that's great. Only 45 minutes. So it's like wall to wall people. Every inch has a person in and they're watching the comedy routine of the owner screaming at a 13 year old as milk squirts all over the place. Low points. But were you, were you, uh, when you were 13, were you tall? Did you ever grow up? Oh, I was tall enough. Yeah, I was tall enough. I got it. Well, I was definitely, they, they, look, they knew I was 13. There's no mystery to that. I wasn't, I wasn't going there saying like, oh, I'm 17 and I want the job. No, they knew they hired a 13 year old for the job. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the owner, they would give you me, they would give me like a hamburger. I could get like a ham, like, and when I, I I'm being specific when I say hamburger. I'm not just saying like, yeah. It was just like I remember putting, oh, yeah, I would put like fried onions on it. Like I asked one of the cooks to put like, can you put some of the fried onions on it? Guy came out, started screaming at me <laughs> for putting fried. You got fried onions on the thing. Like, <laughs> it's like, what is this nine cents worth of fried onions? And you're gonna you're gonna yell over it like. Oh, those are the those are the days though. They made me who I am, Connor. They made Oh yeah. What's that, Mike? How long did I, I was there for two years? Mike, I, I made it. That's the thing about me. I'll take it and I'll I, I rise it's I'm it's like I rise to the challenge. I'm not gonna let this guy drive me out. Hey, at one time I, I worked at um one eight hundred got junk, moving junk. And uh, trained a new guy. And on the first day, a heavy kitchen, uh, 1950s, like, tube steel kitchen chair dropped two stories on his head. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, I ran up. He, like, it covered his head up. I ran up, and I was like, he was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I was like, let me see. And he takes his hands off his head, and there's a quarter-size hole, and I can see his skull. And he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I go, "You, I can see your skull. Oh, and then he was a trainee, and then they they took him to the hospital, and then they fired him. Oh, yeah, got junk, more like got brain damage. <clears throat> yeah, that, um, it's a good company. I got stock in it. <laughs> so, uh, as a stock, look, as an employee, you were horrified by that, but as a yeah, sheriff, yeah. as a stockholder, you were like, "Hey, this is." That's the name of the game. We got to keep those uh 
Who got That's what makes me such a valuable uh, shareholder. Is I know what the employees are sucking away from the company, and I'm like, we got to stop their profit sharing. Like, I, mean, yeah. I know how to increase our profits yeah. through like oppressing them. Yeah. So you show up at like a at like an annual meeting in like in 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 like Reno, Nevada, and you're just like, I'd like to talk about. I know both sides of the street here when it comes to one eight hundred got junk. Yeah, I'm their union buster. Yeah. <laughs> you have the polo shirt on that says one eight hundred got junk, but you're also stabbing all of them in the back. So what is, yeah. what's going on with you for the rest of the year? What are you just gonna sit back and relax and bask gonna, in the glory of join the, the join the Navy, Navy Naval Reserves. <laughs> um serve my country, work on a submarine. Uh, I don't, I don't have anything going on. I'm hanging out. Um, I had one for the topic. What do you, okay. This is the topic celebrity encounters. What do you, what do you have? Um, one time we wrote a bit for Bill de Blasio on late night. Uh huh. Cause you worked on the Seth Meyers show. Yeah. I got fired for my political views. <laughs> That's not true. That is true. It is. Well, I, was, you know, I said, why, how come I, how come I said, uh, there's a, a G on our paychecks. There's a GS and there was, you know, 25% of our paychecks are going to GS. I said, where, where is this? More, oh, how, well, who's GS? And I said, it's George Soros. <laughs> Funneling all that money. Uh-huh. So George it was, Soros. It was a direct line and you, you were like a whistle, a little bit of a whistleblower there. Yeah. And did, did Seth walk you out of the building? Himself? Personally, walked me out of the building, yeah. and then he showed me a thousand dollars cash that he carries on him, and he says, "You see how I, you know, how I got this? I'm a genius, and you're stupid." <laughs> and then he kicked me, uh, kicked me in my butt. So, okay, so you have Bill De Blasio on the show, and uh, we go backstage to go over the bit with him, and he asked me my name, and he said, "I'm Connor." And he said, "What's your last name?" O'Malley, and he goes, that's a seriously ethnic last name. And he's going to be like, that's all you care about, isn't it? Look, this but he was the most, I couldn't believe, like, how he's a, uh, like, he's like eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. He's huge. Yeah. Gigantic. He takes up so much space, and he's so just, like, unimpressive. So he could, it was the, yeah, like almost like he would be like a like a cent. He would be like like a, like a uh, like a, like you'd get like a uh, like a Eric Montrose vibe from him. I don't know if you know who that is. Like a like no, a, no, who's he, that? He played he was a center for the uh, Boston Celtics back. Uh, <clears throat> a Serge Zwicker vibe. I'm making these. Yeah, he just was like it, he was like a, a vice principal of like a, a high school. Uh huh. That, that, so that's the, that's, it was not entirely inspiring. No, and I just was like, cause you know, I mean, even a politician that like you hate when you meet them, like you remember Man Cow? Sure. Very I popular. I saw Man Cow on the street once in Chicago and it was like the most exciting day of my life and I hated him. <laughs> yeah, it is weird like that. If you see somebody famous and you get super excited, that they exist, I guess, is what, you, what I don't know what that is. Yeah, you see them in the wild or something. It's like seeing like a deer or something like that. Yeah. 
just be like, uh, do you do you know who that was? That I remember. I flew. I flew once. I flew next to um, Dylan McDermott on a thing because, and I'll say this because this I get I get grief for the. I was in first class because they had to fly me first class for work. That was not they, our, they respected. Yeah, our they wonderful union, the Writers Guild, fought hard yeah. in the 30s with the union with the auto workers to make sure that when we get job, when we write for award shows in L.A., we get first class. Yeah, this was not anybody saying like, "Well, we respect this guy so much, we gotta put him in first class." No, they would have they would have had me in the, one of the dog cages if they could have. The right. Haymarket, the Haymarket riots, they, they were all about getting flown out first class. That, that was the back, that was the foundation of it. Um, yeah. Eight hour, eight hour workday and, uh, first class flights. So I sat next to him and I just like, I, I don't know two things he was in. And I just said, Hey, I'm just a big fan. Like I had to say something that like I thought you have to say to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we were like sharing the thing, trying to get up. And apart- I didn't say anything to him the whole flight until it was, we were like landing. And I said something like, and now, now I see him in things and I'm just like, oh, that's the guy that I said I'm a huge fan of where I'm not. And I had that once. I saw, uh, Rollins on the street. Well, I would have been in New York. About that. And I was, uh, I was like 23 and I was so excited. And it was cold out, and he had a gigantic duffel bag on. Yeah, yeah. And I just, like, followed him for, like, half a block, and then I got up next to him. Yeah. And I said, excuse me, are you Henry Rollins? And he just, like, super fast went, yes. And I just was like, uh, I'm a big fan. And he went, oh, thank you very much. There you go. And that was it. That was it. You should have challenged him to an arm wrestling uh, competition. Yeah. You should have said, meet me in that... Uh, Let's go into that pret a manger and I'll arm wrestle you. Or, uh, try to find a New York Parks and Rec and see if he wants to. Who can do? Who can max out the most on squats? <laughs> well, I'm going to say this, Connor. You're one of my favorites. You're the real deal. I've got your back. You're going to go the distance. That's all I'm saying. Tom, back at you, plus a thousand. Wait till you meet him, Mike. Mike, you're going to like He's going to scream in your face. Hello? Hello, hi. Hey, got a Don Pardo for you. What's your name now? Uh, this is Patrick. Patrick, where are you calling from? Calling from South Carolina. South Carolina, let's hear it. Uh, musical guest. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Okay, keep going. And a cartoon by Harmony Corrine. Okay, very good. Keep going. Featuring the Trachtenberg Family Slideshow Players. <laughs> Go. With Bruce the Ranch. All right. Marina Abramovich All right. and your host, the Sonic Guys. The so- that would be that would be a great episode. Who is the musical guest? Uh, well, King Gizzard. So it would be so it would be an episode of SNL where the Sonic Guys are on stage, and at one point the Sonic Guys go, 
We got a great show for you tonight. King Gizzard and the vi- and the li- Lizard Wizard. What is it again? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are here. We'll be right back. But first, a cartoon by Harmony Kareem. Yeah, well, I'm not showing a cartoon that early in the show. What are you crazy? <laughs> remember when when Donald Trump first hosted SNL? Do you remember the musical guest? He said, "We've got a great show for you tonight. Toots and the Maytals are here." Oh, no. Yes, he literally said that. Wow. Bye. I got Pardo for you. Let's hear it. <clears throat> it's Saturday Night Live featuring Brendan Fraser. Okay, so he's in the cast now. Of course. Okay, keep going. Okay. Sharon Osborne. Okay, another cast member. Yeah. Okay, keep going. John Lithgow. Keep going. An animation by Hanna-Barbera. So, they've fallen on hard times and are providing <laughs> cartoons for Saturday Night Live. Now, keep going. Okay. Um, a dance competition featuring Bob Barker and Louie Anderson. Okay. I'd like to see that. Who's the musical guest? Musical guest, Bruce Willis. Okay, and? And your host, Paul Hogan. This is a pretty good episode. Paul Hogan, Bruce Willis, <laughs> musical guest. John Lithgow and Sharon Osborne are in the cast. Hanna-Barbera providing a new cartoon. There's a dance competition <laughs> portion of SNL now, which is a new a new segment. I don't remember seeing that, but I thought it might, I don't know. Okay. Could help. My friend, you did it. Thank you. Best show, hi. Hey, Tom, this is Lee from New Orleans. Lee from New Orleans. What's up, Lee? Hey, uh, just hacking, doing some work, um, but uh, checking in. What are you hacking? Oh, some, uh, some Freelance work, I do web development stuff out here. Not uh, chilling in the swamps all the time, but um, only part of the time. You like to sit back and drink a cold glass of milk? Yeah, I love milk. We uh, we have many milk producers out here oh. in the swamps. And do you drink as much till your little belly is full? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wouldn't say my belly's too little, but yeah, generally. And, and, uh, also, what what kind of advice is that to a nine year old to become a <laughs> to become a quarterback of a team? It's like, yeah, why don't you why don't you spend some time practicing throwing a football around? That might be <laughs> that might be better advice than uh, this kid this kid uh, power power lifting a quart of mil- milk every night. <laughs> it's a huge assumption on uh, on his part about the kid's dietary intake. Yeah, hold on one second. That is a great question, and I love that you're thinking about that. Uh, drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Drink as much milk as your little belly can hold. Yeah, or or throw a football uh, at two people like a quarterback would and get some arm strength going. This kid's what, his arm's going to be made of milk if he follows this guy's advice, right? Yeah. Um 
at least watch some uh, some highlight reels. You know, that's, that's yes. a little bit better advice than drink yeah. some milk. Yeah, milk. Yeah. Exactly. Me. Right. Yeah, we're on the same page. So, what's going on tonight? Um, not too much. It's gonna kind of gross outside out here in New Orleans. Um, there's no real shows going on or anything, and uh, just doing some work. Um, but I wanted to call in uh, about the topic in particular yeah. because I did technically grow up uh, along the bayou. So um, I have, I guess, an opinion about it. All right, so you're handcuffed now, running from <laughs> the authorities through the bayou. What are you What yeah. are you running through now? You're running through water, right? Running through marshlands, uh, patting some alligators on the head, saying what's up to some turtles. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. You got those um, fan so boats? Are those fan boats riding around? Yeah, that's like it's funny you say that because when I was growing up, um, we generally like we didn't have the traditional yellow school bus. We had the traditional yellow school bus with those big old fans on the back of them, and uh, they had to get us all the way through the marshland. But uh, we did just wait. wait fine. Hold, hold on a second. You're going to school when you were down growing up on the bayou. You went to school through the swamps. You gotta get that education somehow. And but what the school bus had wheels and a giant fan on the back? Um, it's like those amphibious vehicles that you see in some cities where you can uh just like ride somewhere and then go into the You're lake and hang out yeah, there. When when you got to school did you uh find that your teacher had e cigarettes for legs? Uh, <laughs> no. no. Gotcha. Uh, I was, oh my god. I gotcha, right? <laughs> No, no, no. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. I got gotcha. you. I, uh, I, I, I can't weasel my way out of this, Tom. Um, I got gotcha. you. No. You know how I know it's you? You want to know how I know it's you? How do you know it's me, my friend? Simple. You're too, you're giving me what I want with every call a little too much. <laughs> Check the uh, check the caller ID, buddy. We got a five hundred four area code right here. That's Wolens. Yeah, you're probably running through some. You're probably bouncing the the thing. You're bouncing it. Because <laughs> first of all, you have such a thick Southern accent. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know what degree of sarcasm there is right there, but look, New Orleans isn't technically the South. No, um, but it's, it's, uh, it's in the look when you're in when you're in New Jersey, it's it's the South. <laughs> uh, people from here actually have closer have accents closer to New Jersey and Brooklyn than uh, than the South. But that's a uh, look. That's a you're trying to you're trying to squirm. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Just admit um, I got gotcha. you. Well. Uh, I did get some new e-liquid in my e-cigarettes for legs. Oh, just, and, uh, admit, just admit it. I got gotcha. you. You got me. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got him. I got him. And look, I'll say this. I lo- I, first of all, did I get you? Is it's you, right? Uh, you, 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 you got Lee from New Orleans. Uh, I don't have e-cigarettes for legs, and I'm not gonna say I wish I did because I really respect my legs. Now I'm second guessing it. I got no, I got gotcha. you. 
I got gotcha. you. It's okay. Well, Look, uh, you're one of my favorite <laughs> callers. You're one of my favorite callers. That's that's a, a high compliment. But you but, want to know um, what? But what? But what? But yeah. it's not you. But uh, Tom, I just gotta let you know that I gotta use cigarettes for legs, and uh, I would hang up right now. But I just love this conversation we're having right now. Well, let me ask you this. Now that I got you, <laughs> right? And I got you. You got me. When I when the thing that makes me get you, your calls are just too on point. <laughs> and that's the thing. You are your own. You 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 betrayed yourself. <laughs> because the- you know why. Every other caller on this show, I've been doing this show since the beginning of time, it feels like, at this point right now. And look, I don't care what your name is. I truly don't care. I've had a couple people come up to me and try to rat you out. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. Because apparently you got a, you're flapping your gums down there in Philly. You're <laughs> flapping your gums and you're the e-cigs for legs guy. You got a couple crow, you got a couple friends that are snitches. <laughs> so just understand this. Every call on this show on some level is imperfect. They don't they they ramble, they're not on target, they 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 come in soft and then then find the point or they start off strong and then they start to lose it. You're the only caller who delivers point by point from beginning to end. You know why? Because you're not real. (laughs) You're just saying what I want to hear. You're not actually calling. Because the people who call in and are imperfect, that's because they're humans actually talking about something they experience. You're weaving, you're weaving a tale of fantasy so you can hit it and sound like the greatest call ever. Because it's not true. Um, I do have to admit, I rode a regular yellow school bus all throughout uh, elementary school, middle school, and high school. Um, so that is a big lie that I told you. You knew I was fascinated by those fans, and so you so you gave me something about an amphibious school bus. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, um, Look, just say, Tom, this is what I want you to say. Hey, it's me, the e-cigs for legs guy. Tom, you got me. Tom, you got me. It's the e-cigarettes for legs guy, and I'm just delivering on this great content about fan boats. But you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do to you now, e-cigs for legs guy? (laughs) What you got? First of all, Give me one letter from your name. We're just, we're not even going to, I don't want to know your name, just we're going to identify you with one letter now. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, L. L. I'm going to give you five, I'm going to give you till five to get out of here. I'm letting you, <laughs> I'm letting you loose. The hunt it can begin again. Tom, I know this guy is uh, crawling the skin hearing the uh, masquerade as him, but, uh, I'm truly, I don't wish those e-cigarettes for legs, guy. So it's not you. got a fun gig. 
All right. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Best show. Hi. Hey, uh, this is Daniel in Brooklyn. Daniel in Brooklyn. What neighborhood are you in, Daniel? I'm in Williamsburg. All right. Let's hear what you got, buddy. All right. Featuring LT. Lawrence Taylor? Yes. Okay, so so New York Giant legend L, Lawrence Taylor is in the cast of the yeah, show. he's a performer. Okay. He's, he's a featured player. Keep mm-hmm. going. Federico Castelluccio. Who's that now? Furio from The Sopranos. Okay. So Furio... And LT, this is one. This is one of those transition years for SNL. Yeah, clearly. But keep going. Carol Spinney. Carol Spinney from the Monty Python sketches. Oh no, Carol Spinney is no. is, uh, is is Big Bird. Big Bird. That's right. I'm thinking of Carol Cleveland. Keep going. Musical guest. Anthony Kiedis and the East Street Band. <laughs> that that begs five hundred questions when you find out that Anthony Kiedis is fronting the East Street Band right now. Then there are questions like, did Bruce Springsteen fire the East Street Band? Is Bruce Springsteen still alive? Why is Anthony Kiedis solo now? What happened to the other Red Hot Chili Peppers? Are the E Street Band cool with this, or is this a temporary thing? It's like, that is... you You just created the biggest question mark imaginable that suddenly you'd be like, What's going? On? Why? 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 Why is Anthony Kiedis fronting the? Oh my God! Keep going. And your host, Ernie Anastas, local newsman Ernie Anastas. You. Well, what's your name again? Daniel. Daniel, where are you calling from? Brooklyn. Uh, oh, that's right, Daniel. You just stole my heart away, Daniel. <laughs> you just captured my heart. Very funny, young man. Mate. Mate. That was great. That was unbelievable. Do you believe that, Mike? You like that? E Street Band. He's with the Bruce Springsteen's gone. And now who knows why? I don't know. That was great. That that charmed me to no end. Thanks again for listening to Best Show Best. Much thanks to Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, of course John Worcester. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, Marsha Newmeyer and uh, yeah you the best show listener thank you and if you like this check out the full show every Tuesday night from 9pm to midnight at thebestshow.net 
And support the best show, patreon.com slash the best show. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>